Vegas for listening. Without you, we'd be nothing. A beautiful sight, the twins by your side. If you haven't yet, then please subscribe. Ooh. If you haven't yet, then please subscribe. What's that now? If you haven't yet, then please subscribe. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, it's the mentors. Welcome back to another episode, holiday edition. Yes, of, of the, the five, five minute, minute pick, pick me, up. me up. That's right. This is a series where we tell you stories from our lives or from entrepreneurs that we meet to get you motivated for the weekend. Even though it's the holidays, we know many of you are going to be working at least part of the week. And uh, we wanted to tell you a story about a couple of founders that we've met over the last few months. Uh, and one story that we actually heard on Reddit, of all places, that we thought was pretty clever, a clever way of thinking about starting a business. What we wanted to talk about is that a lot of businesses are actually started off of what is initially a new trend. And there's a lot of positives for why you should think about starting a business around a trend. A trend means it's something that's currently popular in pop culture or among society, and it's something that smart entrepreneurs jump on because they see a business opportunity. Now, trends come in a lot of shapes and sizes. About a year ago, what was really popular is those spinning widget spinners. What are they called? The spinners? Uh, Actually, they're called spinners. Fidget spinners. Fidget spinners, right. Widget spinners. Who cares what they were called? They were actually a fad that went away, but not until it permeated markets all across the world and made some people very rich. Uh, And we're going to tell you stories about uh, a few other businesses that may seem as if they're trends, but actually have the opportunity to be big businesses. And most importantly, the takeaway from this episode is even if something seems like a trend, it's still worth it to try to bring that idea into this world because it might turn into either a big business or it'll give you ideas for how to grow this business into something bigger. And so the first story we'll tell you is about a product called the Meme Button. Now, this is the story that we heard on Reddit. And basically, these entrepreneurs saw on Reddit that there was a meme that was being popularized for a long time where somebody would push a blue button and I think it had the word nut written on it. Yeah, it was a picture. It was just, imagine like the Staples easy button and it was just a picture of somebody pushing a button that said nut on it and it was used in a funny situation. Point is, it was popular on Reddit. So a couple guys decided to look into this and because they wanted to order this nut meme button for their friend, right? Just as an idea, just as a gag gift. And they found that there was no actual product that was associated with this with this idea. And it so was fake. It was fake. And so it was just a meme, right? And so they decided wow, there's no product for this. Well, if if we want it, then there's at least a population of people out there that might want this thing as well. And so they decided to find a manufacturer in China that could make this button for them. It's pretty straightforward, right? There's already uh, products like this out there, like the Staples button. And so they found a manufacturer. They put up a landing page in basically a day. And they did a little bit of marketing, a little SEO around it. I think they did some Facebook ads. Yeah, they optimized optimized their website and they uh, they did some Instagram stories. Instagram influencers, yeah. Yeah, they paid some influencers and that's it. They started driving sales to it, and eventually they got lucky. So they, they got sales to it right away, and eventually they got lucky because somebody put out a video about this sort of nut meme button that went viral, and all of a sudden their product went viral as well because they were first to market and the first option for this product, and it turned into a real business that they're still running to this day that generates six figures in income that is, allows them to work on it full-time for themselves. Yeah, they work on it about four hours a, a week, and they think they made $100,000 in the last year, and the initial investment was about a couple thousand dollars so it wasn't that big of a risk for them the next story about a trend business or at least a business that started off as a trend we want to tell you about is actually from a guy that's been on this podcast kyle bergman he started a company called swoveralls that's actually the product swoveralls sweatpant overalls with the great fantastic and the way the business started is that he was sent an article by a friend a buzzfeed article that showed 
this woman's pair of sweatpant overalls, exactly what it sounds like. And when he Googled it, he noticed that there was no brand that was really behind it or anything like that. And he didn't really see a lot of uh, versions for men's sweatpant overalls. So he actually decided to invest probably more than most of us would. He, I think he spent up to 10 grand to buy up initial inventory. He found a supplier in China and he, he de-risked a little bit because he noticed that looking at Google Trends, Google searches, a bunch of people were starting to look at sweatpant overalls. So he knew that he would have at least some market. He could buy some Google ads and he could sell at least that initial inventory. And what initially was a $10,000 investment, he turned into over $200,000 in revenue. It was, again, a little bit of luck happened around the time that he launched. The men's rompers, romp him <laughs> trend took off as well, So, which was in a similar category, and it gave a little bit power to his brand too. Now, Kyle has a lot of skills. He was a buyer at Bloomingdale's. He was a buyer at Birchbox. He knows how to bring products to market. And so his idea for this concept and the bigger company, The Great Fantastic, is to ultimately launch other product lines that fit the brand of unique stylish and useful clothing so he will we're confident turn this into a big business but at the very least there are other opportunities that he can go from there front with and also the swoveralls market isn't yet fully penetrated by any means he could still earn a bunch of money from it but most importantly because he saw an opportunity in the market he went after it he was the first to market and now he's making it for men women children hell maybe even pets at some point in the future. Why not? Pets, if anybody needs it, it's pets. The final business I want to tell you about is actually a business that I met uh, through my work at NYU. I'm not going to say the name of it because we're just getting to know them now and we're going to talk a little bit about a strategy that they employ, which I think is unique. But uh, they capitalized on this trend that you're seeing all across the country now of essentially states are starting to outlaw the use of plastic straws because we're really polluting the oceans with this. And this gentleman came up with the idea of having paper straws. Now, it's not that unique of an idea. You've heard of it before, but what was unique is that he had years of experience in hospitality and restaurant businesses, and he knew that the way to sell is through distributors. So he had some relationships with distributors already that had relationships with restaurants, with hotels, etc., and he was able to get some pretty big customers where very quickly after launching, he was doing four figures in revenue per month of this business and has been growing since then of essentially selling paper straws to these restaurants who now want to buy them because their customers want a more sustainable way to consume beverages and not pollute the oceans. Now, this is a trend that is actually going to probably become national, if not global, where there's going to be a big effort to minimize the amount of plastic waste. And so he actually wants to do good in this world. And through doing good and through jumping on a trend of 2018, he's making it into a big business. Look, the hard part of starting a business is creating a product that people want, finding a niche target customer that actually wants your product, and then selling to them consistently and in a repeatable way. So if you have an idea that seems like a trend, don't just disqualify thinking, oh, this is there's not necessarily a big enough market for just this idea. This could be a great way for you to learn about a business, figure out a way to get a product into customers' hands, learn about different customer acquisition strategies, and then eventually, once you get to a certain point, either diversify with other products or go deep into a product line that can then take advantage of the existing trend or maybe other tangential trends. And I mean, look, we don't know what product is just a trend, a fad, and if it's going to become a major part of a society, right? Blue jeans started off as probably just a trend. People didn't want to wear jeans, and it was a weird product, but now everyone wears them. It's ubiquitous. A company called Spanx started in 2000. 
initially probably could have been seen as a trend and an easy to copy product but it's a billion dollar company now starbucks this posh small chain of coffee shops where you paid a ton of money for a cup of coffee in seattle started in seattle and became a global trend that now everybody drinks uh, coffee like starbucks in a coffee shop type of experience so don't disqualify like vadim said something because it seems like it's temporary it could become a big market if you're getting excited about a product or an idea and you think that you're one of the first people to market give it a chance and uh, flex your entrepreneurial muscles and try to actually acquire the skills that you need to then turn it potentially into a bigger business down the line. Don't be afraid of it just being a fad or a trend. That's it for this holiday edition of the 5-Minute Pick-Me-Up, and we'll see you on Wednesday. Wednesday.